Hello everyone, and welcome to this episode of Numa. I am, now until I breathe my last, your humble friend and host, Daniel Finnerin. Thank you so very much for joining me today. It's such a blessing to be able to spend a little bit of time together to talk, confide, bond, and, of course, to breathe. If you find this content to be insightful, peaceful, stimulating to the mind, or soothing to the soul, please do consider subscribing to my modest little channel. It would be a source of illimitable and deep joy to watch it grow, and to have you as a member of our community. Be sure, in the process, to share your favorite episode with a close friend, a loved one, and a family member with whom you think it might resonate, or to whom you think it might be of some benefit. For the next couple of episodes, I'd like to focus on the following two emotions, regret and remorse. Yes, regret and remorse. But before we delve too deeply into these emotions, let us begin by centering ourselves and reacquainting ourselves with our breath. Whether you're standing or sitting, outside or indoors, I want you to sense your feet on the ground or on the floor. Splay your toes, allow them to stretch, then let them recoil to their original position. Raise up onto your toes and feel your calves contract lower down to your heels. Allow the energy to circulate around and through your soles. Ascend to the torso, climb up, focus your attention on your abdomen Draw it in slightly so that the belly button is closer to the spine. 
make sure that your lower spine is sturdy and erect. Imagine that each vertebrae is stacked on top of that which reliably, dutifully rests below. Raise your chest and with it, your chin. Allow your shoulder blades to retract and come slightly together. Let your shoulders relax downward and backward. They should be just beneath the lobes of your ears. Unclench your jaw. Unfurrow your brow. And allow your gaze, your tranquil eyes, to rest gently ahead of you. Having established your posture, let's take a deep breath in through the nose. Fill up the belly completely. Rouse into wakefulness your idle diaphragm. Recruit him. Put him to work. Fill up sequentially the lungs, the body, and finally the brain. Now exhale slowly through the mouth. Let's repeat this three times. Now, let's move to the topics with which, over the course of our next two episodes, we'll be spending our time. Regret and remorse. Despite their seeming interchangeability and the way in which we use them casually and quite without awareness of their proper differentiation. Regret and remorse are not the same thing. They are not synonymous. In fact, between them, a wide gap of meaning yawns. Remorse, the emotion to which we'll be devoting our attention today, is the feeling of sadness that one endures when he reflects on that which he did. 
that for whose performance he is responsible. That act, commonly a shameful or an ignominious one, of which he was the author, or in which he willingly participated. When you feel sorrowful, or penitent, or just plain bad about an act you committed, you are feeling remorse. You are remorseful. Remorse presupposes action, an action for which you feel now removed from its commission, terribly guilty. It is, to be sure, no easy emotion to grapple with. Regret, on the other hand, is the feeling of sadness one suffers when he reflects on that which he failed to do, that which he didn't do. Your inaction causes regret. One feels regret for missed opportunities, unrealized dreams, unfought battles, unchanced risks, unventured challenges, unlived lives. One feels regret for those deeds, large or small, of which he was simply incapable, or worse, too fearful. You look back, for example, on the waning days of your high school career. There was, just prior to your summer break, that fleeting opportunity, fleeting but real, to ask out on a date the young gentleman or lady on whom, quietly for the past three and a half years, you had had your heart set. Alas, you simply couldn't work up the courage to do so. Upon that, my friend, you look regretfully. Which is worse, you ask? Ah, in some ways that's answerable only by he or she who suffers it. Perhaps you can let me know in the comments or via email. Which do you think is worse? Until then, 
until I am able to read your responses, I will say, regret does seem to be worse. The joined forces of scientific studies in the field of psychology and personal experience convince me of this. But today, for the remainder of this episode, we'll focus on remorse. Remorse is the poison of life. In Charlotte Bronte's 1847 masterpiece, Jane Eyre, the rich, dashing, virile, but mysterious Mr. Rochester says this to the titular character. Remorse is the poison of life. No doubt, if you've read the book, you know that Rochester had much to be remorseful of but we won't expand on the peccadilloes of an ill-fated aristocrat here. Rochester precedes that declaration that remorse is the poison of life by issuing the following warning to the beloved governess of Thornfield Hall, the inimitable Jane Eyre. Dread remorse, he says. When you are tempted to err. Dread remorse when you are tempted to err. Notice, as an aside, the likeness in spelling and sound between err that which one commits, and Jane Eyre, who is from start to end, basically inerrant. In other words, whenever you are about to make a mistake, whenever you find yourself on the rocky precipice of error, you should stop, take a step back, transport yourself into the future, and once there, look back upon the avoidable folly that you are about to commit. I grant you, it is not an undemanding thing to do, but it might preserve you from remorse. If you have a high level of confidence that what you're about to do will lead to error, or if you know that it's at least a very risky thing to do, you can let the thought of future remorse dissuade you from acting contrary to your interest. Your present interest 
as well as your future interest. This act of metacognition in the here and in the now can save you from future pain. And what, you ask, is the cure to remorse? The noxious poison of life. Surely there is an anti-venom to neutralize its ill effects. Jane Eyre says, Repentance. Rochester disagrees. He says, Reformation. Perhaps, dear friend, the cure is to be found in both. In repentance and in reformation but only when their administration is properly ordered. I say repent first, and then, after having done that sincerely and with a good conscience, proceed to reform. And the sadness you feel for past errors committed will no longer afflict you. You'll be at once purged of their poison. Speaking of being purged, let's take a deep breath in through the nose. Exhale and let all your bad thoughts go. I know it sounds silly, but really try to let them go. All your pent-up remorse, all the guilt you feel for the things that you've done, let it exit the body. Let it exit the soul. Again, breathe in. And out. When you are remorseful or regretful for that matter, you are perforce entrenched in the past you are enslaved to the past. Only in the present can you resolve to repent, reform, and become a better person. Do so. Do so in the here and now. Don't fixate 
on your past errors. Be grateful to them as hidden, latent opportunities to learn. Learn from them and move on. Move on and live in the present. Live in the now. Inhale again. Exhale and let go of all your remorse. You may have entered this meditation unknowingly remorseful. I want you to exit it remorseless. <laughs> if that sounds a bit too harsh, cold-hearted, inhumane, put it this way, I want you to leave it without sorrow for your past errors. Without self-flagellation, don't abuse yourself for what is past. Remember, to err is human. To forgive, divine. And to forgive oneself, well, I think there is an even higher divinity in that. With that, my dear friend and listener and viewer, we've arrived at the conclusion of this episode. Thank you so very much for accompanying me. I can think of no better companion than you, no one else with whom I'd rather spend my time. For that I thank you. Again, if you found this episode enjoyable, please do consider sharing it with friends and subscribing to the channel. Until next time, fare thee well. From Numa. <laughs>